Vous voulez être roi Vous devez me tuer Presents Once a Lost Lion by King Jillian. All right, here we go. Welcome to On the Wake Up Radio. This is Once a Lost Lion. I am King Jillian. Shout out to the super producer, Cake Maker, Sidney Ashby. But you need to go ahead and just get on that otwtube.com. And you know how I do. We got to start this out the right way. So let's give an honor to God. So, Black woman, I'll pray to you. Now, today, we got an interesting topic. And I got a equally interesting guest. Now, today, we're going to be uh, building with the Empress Jackie Q. Jackie, how are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. King Jillian, how are you? Blessed and highly favored, black, tired, and underpaid. <laughs> I know that's right. I feel you. <laughs> now, now, uh, you know, I, I don't know nothing about you. I know, I know that you're from uh, Carolinas. You know, I just learned that about thirty, forty-five seconds ago. Yes, so, you, you know, did. I need to get an introduction on you and how you are and what you do and things that much, just as much as everybody tuning in. So, go on, uh, let's get let's get us a little bit of knowledge on you. Okay. All right. Thank you. Um, yes, I am Jackie Q, originally born and bred in South Carolina from the little uh, small town of Hartsville, South Carolina. Shout out to all my family folks there. And uh, <laughs> after graduating from there, I moved to Yonkers, New York with my father's side of the family. Shout out to all my people there. And uh, lived there for about 11 to 12 years and then relocated here to Washington, D.C. And I have been in the DMV area for the last 17 years. So uh, that's kind of where I've kind of put, put it down. Those are my stomping mm -hmm. grounds. And uh, as far as what I do, I am a mother of three beautiful daughters, um, young women. And uh, these, the, those are my heartbeats. Um, everything I do is for them, building the legacy. I uh, have been in the transportation industry for 17 years. I actually started in uh, New York working for um, New York City Transit. And then I came down here to this area and worked for the Department of Army at Walter Reed, um, providing oversight for the Wounded Warrior uh, Transportation Department, and then on to Washington Metropolitan Transit Authority, 
I was a quality assurance officer. And now I'm just doing my own thing. Um, just getting in the space, trying to be on my humanitarian tip and uh, working with uh, 2020 Farmers Cooperative, trying to sound the alarm for our black farmers out here losing their land and working with uh, melanated people, uh, trying to get more of us to kind of jump on board there on an all black social media website. I have also been um, working with some individuals trying to start um, an international small farmers alliance and just networking all over the place. Um, I do have two small businesses that I run from home. One is Joni's Products, which is a hair, skin, and wellness business. I make my own shea butters, make my own hair um, food, hair growth serum, beard oil for men, which is the bomb. Gotta try some, King Jillian. And then then I have a 25-year-old daughter that graduated from um, the School of Performing Arts here in D.C., Duke Ellington. And uh, yeah, she's like that. She's like that. Her art is amazing. So we sell her art on Mistress Anju, dot com we sell t-shirts um hats uh clothing backpacks anything with her artwork on it and then i also do custom orders and uh, also used to promote a lot of uh, pool parties in my backyard here (laughs) in the area so i have my hands in a a little bit of everything (laughs) i tell you when they say you got a finger in the honey pot, they meant you got the pinky ring finger, middle finger, index, and your thumb. You got fingers in all the pots. Damn. If that long list didn't just prove my point that the black woman is God, that uh, I don't know what the hell will. I need to get your daughter and my daughter together. My daughter does uh, NFTs, that digital stuff. Yes. Add to y'all repertoire. That's um um actually I was just talking about this. I uh I was talking about getting into that space with NFTs. My daughter knows how to create um uh, uh, the uh, tips as well. Jeez. She makes our art moves. Little okay, yeah, we're gonna, gonna make something happen, man. We, gotta, look, we, we have to. We can get something building and get on a whole different topic, man. But but that's that's for another day. I'm gonna have to get yes. that number. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. We have to connect. Oh, and by the way, um, there's one other thing that I just started doing. Um, okay. And this is with with our uh, Empress Miss Cindy Ashby, and the she's a master mind. So we just literally um, launched our show um, called, um, excuse my expression, but it's called Fuck Em Up Fridays. So uh, I'm I'm bringing bringing some young artists, um, you know, uh, as hosts so they can actually reach out to a lot more young artists, uh, young entrepreneurs in the local neighborhoods, bring them to the space to let them be heard so we can support the youth as well. Because I'm all, those are my babies, our babies. We cannot fail them. So just to be creative and give them a space to be heard, um, 
you know, in an industry that is very hard for them to enter into. So, yeah, um, shout out to Cindy for allowing us to do that as well. Man, Cindy, Cindy be doing the damn thing. All doing the yeah. damn thing. All y'all yeah. be doing the damn thing. Black woman is God. Now, <laughs> Empress, I need your help now. I need your help on this build, okay? Okay. And we got a couple audios we gonna queue up real quick. It has been suggested also that this movement uh, preaches a gospel of violence. That no, the black people in this country have been the victims of violence at the hands of the white man for 400 years. And following the ignorant uh, Negro preachers, we have thought that it was godlike to turn the other cheek to the brute that was brutalizing us. And today, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad is showing black people in this country that just as the white man and every other person on this earth has God-given rights, natural rights, civil rights, any kind of rights that you can think of when it comes to defending himself, black people should have, we should have the right to defend ourselves also. And because the Honorable Elijah Muhammad makes black people brave enough, men enough to defend ourselves no matter what the odds are, the white man runs around here with the, with the doctrine that we are, Mr. Muhammad is advocating uh, 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 violence when he's actually telling Negroes to defend themselves against violent people. Well, uh, Reverend Martin Luther King preaches a doctrine of nonviolent insistence upon the rights of the American Negro. What is your attitude toward the, this the, philosophy? The white man pays Reverend Martin Luther King, subsidizes Reverend Martin Luther King, so that Reverend Martin Luther King can continue to teach the Negroes to be defenseless. That's what you mean by nonviolent. Be defenseless. Be defenseless in the face of one of the most cruel uh, beasts that has ever taken the people into captivity. That's this American white man. And they have proved it throughout the country by the police dogs and the police clubs. A uh, hundred years ago, they used to put on a white sheet and use a bloodhound against Negroes. Today, they have taken off the white sheet and put on police uniforms. They've uh, traded in the bloodhound for police dogs, and they're still doing the same thing. And just as Uncle Tom, back during slavery, used to keep the Negroes from resisting the bloodhound or resisting the Ku Klux Klan by teaching them to, to love their enemy or pray for those who use them despitefully. Today, uh, Martin Luther King is just a 20th century or modern Uncle Tom or a religious Uncle Tom who is doing the same thing today to keep Negroes defenseless in the face of attack that Uncle Tom did on the plantation to keep those Negroes defenseless in the, in the face of the attacks of the Klan in that day. But the goal of Dr. King is full equality no. and full rights of citizenship for Negroes. The goal of Dr. Martin Luther King is to give Negroes a chance to sit in a segregated restaurant beside the same white man who had brutalized them for 400 years. The goal of Dr. Martin Luther King is to get Negroes to forgive the people who have brutalized them for, uh, for 400 years by, by lulling them to sleep and making them forgetting what those whites have done to them. But the masses of black people in America today don't go for what Martin Luther King is, is putting down. As you said in one of your articles, it's psychologically insecure, something of that sort. I forget how you put it. But you didn't endorse what Martin Luther King was doing yourself. Uh, I do not reject his goals of full integration and full equality rights for American citizens. Do you reject these If you goals? don't think that he's walking on the right road, I'm quite sure you don't agree that he'll get to the right place. And if you would classify uh, his method as uh, psychologically unrealistic, I think that uh, if a man's method is psychologically unrealistic, which means the road or the means or the method that he's using, I think as a psychologist, you, you'd be very doubtful that he would reach the right goal. There is one correction, uh, Mr. Malcolm, I'd like to make here. In that same piece that you're quoting from, I said that he, his methods are effective. His philosophy of love, of 
the oppressor, I thought, was psychologically burdensome. Malcolm X, one of the most articulate exponents of the black Muslim philosophy, has said of your movement and your philosophy that it uh, plays into the hands of the white oppressors, that uh, they are happy to hear you talk about love for the oppressor because this disarms the Negro and fits into the stereotype of the Negro as a meat turning the other cheek sort of creature. Would you care to comment on this director's belief? Well, I don't think of uh, love as, uh, in this context, as emotional bosh. I don't think of it as uh, a weak force. But I, I think of love as something strong and that organizes itself into powerful uh, direct action. Now, this is what I try to teach in the struggle in the South, that uh, we are not engaged uh, in a struggle that means we sit down and do nothing. Uh, that there's a great deal of difference between non-resistance to evil and non-violent resistance. Uh, non-resistance leaves, uh, leaves you in a state of stagnant passivity and deadening complacency, wherein non-violent resistance means that you do resist in a very strong and determined manner. And I think some of the uh, criticisms of uh, nonviolence, or some of the critics, fail to realize uh, that we are talking about something very strong, and they confuse non-resistance with nonviolent resistance. He goes beyond that in some of the things I've heard him say, say that this is deliberately your philosophy of love of the oppressor, which he identifies completely with the nonviolent movement, is, he says, is this philosophy and this movement is actually, are actually encouraged by whites because it makes them comfortable. It makes them believe that the Negroes are meek, supine creatures. Well, I don't think that's true. If anyone has ever lived with a non-violent movement in the South, from Montgomery on through the Freedom Rides and through the sit-in movement and the recent Birmingham movement and see the reactions of many of the uh, extremists and reactionaries in the white community, uh, he wouldn't say that this movement makes, uh, or this philosophy makes them comfortable. Uh, I think it arouses uh, a sense of shame within them often in many instances. I think it uh, does something to touch the conscience and uh, establish a sense of guilt. Now, so often people respond to guilt by engaging more in the guilt-evoking act in an attempt to drown the sense of guilt. But this, uh, this approach certainly uh, doesn't make the white man feel comfortable. I think it does the other thing. It disturbs this... Uh, conscience and uh, it, it disturbs this this sense of contentment that he now Empress I need your help Miss Jackie I need your help that was a whole lot. About <laughs> so what we're going to talk about today and uh, let's go and get everybody wrecked in what we're doing this is once a lost line we are with Jackie Q we are on on the wake of radio 
Now, the topic of today is going to be real accountability in the conscious community. Mm. Yeah, you hear me? <laughs> yes. Yes, I got a lot to say on that topic. Okay, so but before we go ahead, I'm gonna let you loose real quick. But I'm gonna <laughs> give, I want to break down these words because you know, mm. one of the empresses told me that uh, you got to break it down for the you know the folks in the back. Yes. So uh, yes. I'm gonna go ahead and break this down. Real accountability in the conscious community. So let's break down some of these words. Some of them I don't think we need to break down, like in and the. I think we can leave them alone. But, yeah. but you know, hey, if some folks need that, put it in the comments. Let us know. We'll we'll bring up that definition <laughs> later. But let's break down the first word, real. Real meaning actually existing as a thing or yes. occurring fact. Not imagined or supposed. Second definition for that is of a substance or thing. Not imitation or artificial. One word, mm -hmm. genuine, mm -hmm. real, genuine. Mm -hmm. Get what I'm saying? Let's go to the next yes. word. Accountability. This is mm -hmm. one I think we get fucked off with a lot. Oh, yeah. That's a heavy, that's a loaded word right there. So let's go with the definition of accountability. Accountability, the quality or state of being accountable. I'm going to run that back again. The mm -hmm. quality or state of being accountable and obligation or willingness to accept responsibility for one's actions. Mm. It doesn't mean punishment. It's a willingness to accept responsibility for your own actions. Mm -hmm. That's what accountability means. So let's run that back. It is an obligation or willingness to accept responsibility for one's actions. Whose actions? Your actions. Your own. Your own. Your own damn actions. That's Accountability right. ain't. Never mind. Let me go ahead and keep going with the definitions. Let me stay on okay. <laughs> So conscious. Conscious. I hear a lot about this. Conscious community. Yes, please. So let's, let's break this down. Having knowledge of something. Aware. That's the first definition. The second definition is painfully aware of. Sensitive to. So once again, conscious means having knowledge of something. Aware. You're aware. Painfully mm -hmm. aware of sensitive to. Okay, so we got them first words down, all right? Mm -hmm. Let's move forward to yes. community. Mm. Now, community, a group of people living in the same place or having a particular characteristic in common. Definition number two, a feeling once again, a feeling of fellowship with others as a result of sharing common attitudes, interests, and goals. Notice them motherfuckers are put together. 
Mm-hmm. Attitudes, interests, and goals. It doesn't mm-hmm. say attitudes or interests or goals. <laughs> it says attitudes, interests, and goals. All the motherfuckers together. go the same. All together. All yes. together. So, yes. now, Empress, I'm going to go ahead and let you loose. Let's talk Ooh. about real accountability in the conscious community. And my question to you is, Empress, do we have it? No. Period. And See I, how and simple I, that is? <laughs> I, and I, I can only go off of my own experience um, in dealing with the conscious community. And when I say conscious, I put that in quotes. If you could see my fingers, they're in quotes. Yeah, them finger quotes. And them fingers ain't really fingers. They're little dicks and white-ass pussies that we put in the air around the world. Okay. Well, and I say that because in my experience um, of late, I realize that a lot of individuals in the conscious community are really not conscious. Mm. They tend to, like you explained the definition, right? Mm-hmm. You don't get to pick apart community. You you don't Thank get you. to pick and choose what's good for you and what you get to benefit from by being conscious in this particular community. You do not get to pick the members in the community mm. in your own personal endeavors. Mm-mm. That's not what a conscious community looks like don't hurt them don't hurt them a conscious community is willing to accept you accept them for who they are and you meet others where they are but I've realized that our conscious community uh, are mental and if you are not if you are not in agreement with their personal belief not what is real, not the reality but their personal beliefs if you are not in agreement or in alignment with them you basically blacklisted I don't want any parts of it I rise every day to do the men of my people the good the bad the confused, the lost, the damaged, the, mm-hmm. the, the the ones that have been traumatized, which is all of us. There you go. Let's not talk about the traumas. Those don't really want to talk about them traumas. <laughs> but it's for all. And I cannot say that I am conscious, awake, or aware if I walk with my head up and say, you know what? Oh, 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 you don't believe in this? Oh, then I can't fuck with you. <laughs> later oh you don't believe in oh well I can't fuck with you either well by the end of the day you're probably fucking with about 200 out of 35 million of us exactly 200 and, and, and I throw say, this yeah. I, I throw this at the situation and I tell I, I believe you can walk and chew gum at the same fucking time yes two things can be true at the same time mm. you can need a sanctuary for survival yes and knowledge at the same time yeah and i honestly feel that the big thing that we are misconstruing is 
what the fuck conscious means. (laughs) Conscious don't mean you know about the metaphysical, you know about ancient Egypt, you know Mm -hmm. about the dark matter that we come from. That is not conscious. Conscious means having knowledge of something. I could have a PhD in how to urinate in a shot glass inside of a beer mug and that is a level of consciousness so folks That's need to nice. realize is, is why you looking for all these other folks of having a knowledge of something they aware of what they want to be they aware of what they want to mm. be aware of mm-hmm. they not aware of what you thinking because no. you are the only you you do the best you better than anybody can't nobody do you better than you can't nobody mm. tell you about you so how somebody else gonna have the level of consciousness that you want for yourself we gotta stop looking at see look i, I said it okay. before the best lies are seated in truth yes they so when we keep looking for leaders and stuff like that you looking for them false idols yes. you looking for that because they told you that the kingdom of God is inside of you right oh, so yes. you're supposed to lead yourself so who the fuck y'all sitting looking to lead y'all ass to the slaughter for because I play like this the, the shepherd leads the sheep to the slaughter exactly so well I, I he, can say I'm sorry. No, no, no. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. I was just saying that we get the the word consciousness mixed up with, see, everybody, perception is 70% of reality. Okay? Mm-hmm. So what folks perceive something to be, that's what they make it. So you think consciousness is somebody who really tapped in. They all the way woke. Uh, when really... That's not what it is. You perceive it to be that. So now these people who use these words like conscious, you think that they got the keys to the Bentley. And you can talk <laughs> to them and they're going to get you in the freak meat club. Because that's another thing I found out. A lot of these woke folks is just remixes of the freak meat era. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and put that out there real quick. But, oh, you just put it all the way out there. <laughs> I'm going to put it all the way out there. See, look, a lot of this is, folks, lonely. You feel like you need to oh. belong to something bigger than yourself. Yeah. yeah. So, therefore, there is no real accountability no. in the conscious community because you, no. don't want, you don't want this shit to be real. You want this to be an escape when the yes. true fact is life ugly. Uh, Outside, yeah. it's dirty out there. Yeah. We need to talk yes. about real accountability in the conscious community. It is what we've led it to be. Okay? Because oh. accountability is me going down. I done fucked up. Accountability no. is something like this. And I'm going to read a quote for you, okay? Mm-hmm. We fought long for integration. And it looks like we're going to get it. I think we'll get the law, but I'm afraid Mm. I've come upon something Mm -hmm. that I don't know quite what to do with. I'm afraid 
we're integrating into a burning house, Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King. Yeah. So this is what I say. That's accountability. A brother sitting there going, man, shit. I think I we walked up. into a burning house. Yeah, I think I fucked up. I let y'all I led y'all to the slaughterhouse. I done fucked y'all off, man. My yep. bad. My bad. My bad. But see, that's he accountability. Said it. He said it in himself. Ain't nobody have to say, hey, Martin, you walking us into this burning damn building, boy. Nope. He sat there and was like, hold up. Something ain't right. Shit. I done did this. And this is out there. The information is out there. It's been out there. Why ain't folks listen? Why ain't Mm -hmm. folks look to it? Because Mm -hmm. they wanted you to have the conscious community. Yes. They wanted you to have this, man. They this all this shit's a plant. Yes. So I, I can say, I can say for me, and 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 I never, I was never a part of what is considered the conscious community until late, recently. Mm-hmm. And stepping in the door, I was like, yes, black people, yes, look at all my beautiful black people. And then I started to get to know them. I started to getting to kind of see the message. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, this is so You sharp. saw that one that didn't it's roll so up the damn uh, tissue. I, they, they just come in with all kinds of knowledge and wisdom and unlearning what we've learned and learning who we are and all of that wonderful stuff. And, and then I realized that all of them was just regurgitating the same shit. Round of applause for the guys. You're regurgitating the shit that has already taken place. What's new? That's what I'm waiting for. I'm here for the what's new. Okay, got it. We are first. We are chosen. We are chosen to lead all others. We are chosen to have dominion over this earth. We were first. I get that part. Maybe not a lot of us get that. But let's talk about that who we are today so we can feel good about who we are so when we walk down the street we don't have to worry about whoever's grabbing their purse clutching their pearls and crossing the street in fear of us we own this let's talk about that let's talk about how we are supposed to feel let's stop regurgitating the same shit let's talk about if you want to talk about nation building let's talk about what is it that we're supposed to be doing? Not as a collective, individually. Because mm. that's the real accountability. See, there you go. And look, I got another quote for you. Now, consciousness is a series of choices that leads to a state of being. Mm. Mm. Consciousness is a series of choices that leads to a state of being. Mm. See, what people don't realize is consciousness is a conscious effort every day. Every day. You got to wake up every day and uh, what they say, reaffirm your greatness to yourself. You got to believe in that shit. Mm. I tell everybody all the time, we've been living on a trusted buddy system. We've been trusting buddy been telling us the truth. Now, the problem is we've moved to another buddy system. We trusting that this buddy who read these other books telling us the truth. Mm-hmm. 
when the answer inside yourself. See, the whole point of this topic, consciousness, community, and real accountability in it, is to, to dare everybody to ask yourself the question. Am I been truly looking at accountability the right way? And we haven't. As the people, we always are looking for somebody to Mm -hmm. give us the accountability for Mm -hmm. somebody else's action. We gonna call this motherfucker out for fake shit. We gonna gonna put this person's business out there. And Mm -hmm. that's our form of accountability. That's what's become our form of accountability. When true accountability is you and yourself going, damn, I done fucked up. I didn't lead (laughs) right, so I need to step aside and let somebody who really going to do something step up. Oh, Mm -hmm. hey, I have no true vision that's going to move us forward. Let me at least give us the true knowledge so folks can move forward in a proper way. There is no accountability because all this shit starts with the individual. So I ask everybody to look at, stop looking for other motherfuckers to hold somebody accountable. Mm-hmm. Start looking at your supposed leaders. If they ain't holding themselves accountable, then what the fuck is you doing? All you can do is just stand firm on your own too and know that whatever you do in life should be right. As long as you know that feeling inside yourself, we're all born with it. We're born with it. We're born with God in us. We don't have to pick up a book. You you don't have to pick mm-hmm. up a book to know that you just fucked that man over. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? No, no, you don't have to pick up a like book. That. You don't have to pick up a book to know that when you fed someone that was hungry, it was the right thing to do. Did you need to read that go. in a book? No, you didn't need to read that. And it's You're like something gone. I noticed. I see. I'm from I'm backwoods. Okay. Yeah. You know, my people's from Monroe, Louisiana, but I've been all throughout the Midwest. But I'm backwoods. See, now, I would say, you know, hey, I'm a country boy, but then you're going to get some folks start talking stupid about it when it's just a way of life and stuff like that. But anyway. Mm, Okay. That's our roots. But what I've noticed is, see, I came to this whole conscious, woke community stupid late in my life. (laughs) Stupid late. I mean, so fucking late that I just felt like so super behind. Me too. <laughs> but then when I got to dig it into it, I started noticing, well, half y'all really don't know how to do shit. Mm. The other half of y'all know something I can go get from a book for myself. Then I realized that a lot of that old backwoods, what we like to call porch knowledge, you know, Yes. See, I grew up using oil of wintergreen, oil of eucalyptus, and growing a biscuit next to our house and stuff like that. I didn't know mm. all of that was part of the conscious shit. Ah. I didn't know. See, what I came to realize is, is a lot of them southern ways of life that we was living was closer than how the ancestors was doing shit than a lot of these folks in these big cities. Oh, it is. So it, it, then it, I came to realize that... All this is, see, what you got is, is you got your conscious, super conscious community. Most of them is city folk. Yes. And the rest of us, the ones in the trenches, is backwoods. We really don't do all that. No. We because don't call we didn't it know anything. that it could be done. 
And we see these folk in these movements. And it's encouraging because we just don't see black folk move like that. So we need both sides of the spectrum. But what we need to do is just cut the bullshit and just be 100 with each other, man. Look, ain't nobody better than nobody. No. I don't give a shit how many books mm-hmm. you done read, man. I done had some folks who got doctorates that I'm smarter mm-hmm. than. Mm-hmm. Because what are we talking about when we talk about all this education and all this we talking about the indoctrination by the Caucasian, right? It's all the yeah. universities, right? Mm. So all the publishing houses are owned by the white folks, right? <laughs> or the Jews. <laughs> so the book you reading, the school you went to, and the perspective that you had was fucking given to you for those super brainiac people who think that that book meant everything. I've come to realize that. And I couldn't realize that regular folks don't understand what the hell the English language is. I grew up with dictionaries and sources in my house. I don't think folks really understand what words mean no more. No. They don't care. They really don't care. They only care about being right. That's what the conscious community does. To see, so it's, a, it's a competition. It's like a pissing contest. Just to see if the knowledge that I drop will make everybody go, oh, damn, that was deep. And then this other brother drops some knowledge and then I'm going to talk about, oh, that nigga don't know that. That's what they do to each other. What but right, are. right is far from being righteous. Mm, no there difference. you go. So you just it's look, I was literally going to say what this is, is folks cry between me and right and righteous. Never mind, go ahead, Bill. <laughs> but yes, that's a huge difference. And, I, you know, there's a saying that I, like I said, you know, I create my own. I create my own because I know who walks with me. I know what walks in this spirit um, that I've been blessed with. And this knowledge that I've been blessed with, I'm, I cannot quote you a scripture. I may not be able to quote, you know, a paragraph in one of the books of our history. I may not be able to do that. But I can tell you a thing or three about life. Mm. What we're here for, what we're here to do. And you can't move forward if you keep looking back. back. You How go. can you see what's ahead of you looking backwards? Look, I, look, behind you, the past is a reference point, okay? Reference point, reference it, and you it's move forward. And then move on. Move but, on. And, and, but it's great in knowing, and it's empowering for us to know, because I'm telling you like this on Backwoods. I didn't know a lot of this stuff, man. I didn't know Marcus Garvey existed. Who, who the hell was that? Asada Shakur, who was that? So I got to learn about all this awesome stuff. And then I'm like, well, what the fuck are you guys doing? There's and nothing, the people don't move. There's nothing that we can't do if we are communicating with each other. You have to communicate thing, in communities. We <laughs> That's another communicating with each other. We're communicating at each other. We communicate at. And, and that's at. the problem. So... Back to the back to the thing. Real accountability in a conscious community. We've already spoke on it. We said that, hey, do we have it? No. No, we don't. No, we don't. 
So what do we have there? We have a few um, individuals that are really, truly waking up every day, rising to be greater than their yesterdays, to do the work for the betterment of the people. And it's unfortunate that you can't turn to your brothers and sisters to help do it because everybody's in competition. So you just have a few people that are true that are real, Mm -hmm. that are conscious, that do know what's going on, that do not want to compete with their brothers and sisters. They want to work with them. They want to work with them to create something, a safety net, so to speak, in our communities that don't want to look down on your other brothers and sisters that are struggling. Come on now. Just because you've made it supposedly made it but if you think about it ain't none of us owning shit really i tell you like this all i see right now is a bunch of people fighting doing everything they can to stay on massa plantation folks looking for exemptions folks looking for excuses all this is is a bunch of dividing lines okay Mm-hmm. And as long as we keep moving into individual sex and we don't move as a unit, they're going to keep being able to pick our silly asses off yep. one by one. Because I'm putting it like this. You build your individual shit over there, right? Mm-hmm. All they're going to do is go get the nigga to hate on you to bomb it. Yep. That's it. Why? So because now all that work you didn't did. It's for nothing. And then if you go out here and you look, look at the things that really are of substance to our people. Something that can really help our people. The needle don't never move on that shit. It don't never move on that. And I'm going to tell you why. Whether it be you trying to do something for kids, for school or something, whether it be you trying to, unless you get out there and make it happen on your own, our people don't want to give to the real causes that's going to do some shit. Now, I'm not saying that any other cause is not beneficial to the black condition. I'm not saying that. What I am saying, there's time and places for some shit. You get what I'm saying? Yes. And we got a lot of that shit mixed up. Now, I don't know what proper order it is supposed to go in because, you know what? I'm not building the shit. So I'm not passing, you know, judgment on everybody. I just think that it's a couple other things possibly that we could be <laughs> dedicating our time to. They could possibly be better benefiting our people like the farmers co-op. Yes. Like land and things of that nature. Water. Water. Yeah. Okay. About to, what about, about I tell you something. What about all these black educators we got that ain't finna take that jab? Why the hell ain't we started our own private online school? Mm? Don't know. Mm? There's Have people no who doing stuff like that, but we gotta move accordingly. Real accountability in the conscious community first starts inside the individual of the conscious community. So I ask everybody to do these things. Be real. Be accountable. What the fuck are you conscious of? The 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 neighbors and whether the neighbor has more than them. Thank you. There, there you go. 
Here's the thing. We need to talk about we conscious this not. What are we conscious of? We no, conscious of the, 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 jab, the jab not being good for us. We conscious that, you know, wounds getting stolen. Are we conscious that, yeah, I got a knowledge of a lot of shit. I'm aware of a lot of shit. But is that the consciousness that we're searching for as a people? No, no. it is not. No. Number one, we don't trust each other. That's programmed. That's number one. We do not trust each other. I literally had an interview, sounded the alarm about the black farmers and the state of our food supply. It's at risk of being lost. Come on now. If we do not keep control of the last little bit of food that we have, what the fuck are we depending on to feed us? If we are not in our own backyards growing, if we too lazy on social media, distracted, who's Flatten feeding you? Who's gonna feed you? Who? Because your neighbors don't fuck with you. Your own people in your community ain't fucking with you. Why? Because you don't fuck with them. Mm-hmm. So everybody in community, let me tell you something. If we don't snap out of this shit, immediately we will perish. There's well, look, no I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to stick my foot in my mouth, Empress, and I'm going to say something real quick. If we won't change, all these black women out here need to stop getting fucking pimped. Stop getting fucking pimped. Stop fucking putting money in some shit that, that, that ain't gonna do shit for you. Ain't none of that shit finna keep your ass warm at night. Ain't none of that shit finna do nothing for you. You need well, to do the so fucking that, research. I, I beg to differ. I beg to differ, King Jillian. I do get to differ. Those fake ticks and asses will keep them afloat when shit start flooding. Okay, true indeed. <laughs> true indeed. Well, look, I'll tell you like this. All y'all would just say boobies and asses. When the flood come, come fuck with me so I can use you as a motherfucking flotation device. Flotation device. Outside of that, outside of that, stop getting pimped. Stop letting these little cute niggas with these S curls and these slick niggas talking with this bullshit. Get your ass up in here to where you you $22 short on your car note because you keep taking calls and donating and shit. Well, you know, it's, it's the way of the world today um we're distracted it's everything is a distraction from the work that needs to be done there's so much fucking work that we have to do we are so far behind the ball Mm -hmm. that if we and and i keep saying and you know i i i I shared this with um with quite a few people and regardless of whether they look at me, they laugh or whatever, I could care less because I'm comfortable with who I am. Last year, on July 22nd, my sister passed away. I had a oh, dream. Thank you. I had a dream. Um, you know, I called on the ancestors. I, I, I didn't even, matter of fact, I didn't call on the ancestors. I called on my sister. I didn't, I wasn't aware. Okay. I wasn't conscious about the Orishas or, you know, um, our own spiritual beliefs coming from where we come from. You know what I mean? Our history. Um, all I knew was religion because that's what we were taught in the South. Yep. So that night, uh, or we in the, uh, in the wee hours of the morning, 
I had a dream. It was an ancient, ancient lady that came to me in my dreams. She just waved her hand to me and I walked to her. Um, we were on this barren land with a humongous sunset, Africa. The beginning. And I, I could I could I could identify where we were what it felt like and she said to me go tell them and I looked over my shoulders like who, who is she and who is she talking to <laughs> where am I you know what I mean like this is is this real <clears throat> and she said go tell the people go tell them that it's time and I promise you she showed me us as refugees there's some shit coming and oh, people yeah. can laugh when they hear it, when they hear me speak about it. But if they know me, they would know that I would never, ever, ever speak anything that is not true. Not to this See, extent. Wh- where I come from, I tell everybody, your word got to be worth something. And everybody around these parts, we believe that. If I tell you it's going to rain Skittles at noon, you could walk your ass outside with a bowl because it's coming. That's how much folks' word means something around here. When we yeah. just tell you some wild ass shit, yep. you're going to believe it. Now, yeah. what, when I tell my people that I know what's coming, mm-hmm. I know what's coming. And it's it ain't going to be pretty. And the fans only money ain't going to help. And nope. we ain't going to need no peacocks or no mm-hmm. li- no collagen or no uh, none no. of that other stuff. And you can't eat that. money. You can't eat You're gonna need folks money. Who got who know how to do something. So while we got folks scrolling through all this other stuff, why don't you pick up a YouTube video on how to grow something, how to do something? You know, and you ain't gotta do nothing with it right now because it's coming. Yeah. It's I coming. Ask everyone, everyone, join the farmers cooperative. We will teach you how to, to grow. We'll actually start supplying your seeds because Nowadays, last year, during the pandemic, when everybody was quarantined, you know, I went to Walmart to buy seeds, and they had all the seeds behind the counter. <laughs> yep, couldn't get them. Couldn't, couldn't get them. They were boxed off. Seeds. They had the little caution tape around it, like, what they you sure doing? did. They you sure trying did. to feed yourself, nigga? Nope. You won't buy seeds. So me and my kids started saving the seeds from the fruit that we had in the house. But mm-hmm. then, about two months later, I went back. Oh, yeah, now the seeds are back on the shelf. But why the hell did you pull them is the question. Mm-hmm, and if we think that we can, all that, that growth yes. hormone stuff. If we think that we can trust our enemy. And, and another thing is, too, you know, our people out here asking for reparations. You couldn't even get $600 out of them during the pandemic. My but thing is, why the hell we asking for anything? How can you ask somebody who already owes you? That's what I'm saying. How are we going to ask for anything? Yeah. He like owe, you like, owe me money. For you to even open your mouth, you're supposed to get right with the shit you already owe. Yes. And, 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 and my example that I gave is this. In your own community, among your own people, if someone down the street or someone that you know borrowed $100 from you, and did not pay you back. Every time you pick up the phone to call and ask about where your money was, they send you straight to voicemail. And mm-hmm. then when you see them from like two blocks away, they done cut the corner and now you can't find them. Now they're dodging you. That's mm-hmm. beef in my hood. 
That's beef. Yeah. That means when I see you, you I ain't even talking to you no more. Absolutely. That means you can never, ever get another dime out of me, right? No. You can't just look, man. I won't piss on you if you're on fire. Okay. So why on earth are we giving the people who owe us any of our money? How can we spend so much money with them building their dynasties and then turn around and ask them for some change back? What sense does that make? Well, the same sense as the chicken you snatch all the feathers out of it and it's sitting there bloody, but you throw a chicken feed and it follow you. That's right. Broken. You break them. And then you throw them a little something. So the little food stamps that everybody's getting, they're giving you that. And then they tell yep. you where you can spend it. But I'm willing to bet you, you cannot and won't spend those food stamps with a black farmer. Come on, and in, that super, and, in, and in the supermarket, those are not black-owned products. Well, look, I put it like this. This is a double-edged sword. They make it to where we can't go shop with them. But then on the other hand, you got the black farmers who don't want to take that shit. No, they don't. It's a double-edged sword now. See, you know, the thing about this is, is the system screwed up all the way around. All the way and, around. And uh, we got we to gotta break this cycle. We got to go through the, the in ourselves, real accountability in the conscious community, you know. Yes. We got to. It starts with the individual. Yes. We spend so much money. Uh, it's, uh, I think it was $1.3 trillion mm-hmm. spent on Christmas. Do you know what $1.3 trillion could do for us in the black community? And mind you, that money came from, that money's coming from the black community. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming. Why are we marching on Capitol Hill for anything when we have it already? Well, because the, the, the age-old thing is you create one side of the conflict, then the other side, then you bring them into conflict. So we sitting here fighting battles that ain't even ours. We fighting issues in that LBGT question mark apostrophe. We sitting here fighting this, these other battles. We fighting this accountability battle in our own community when true accountability is an honest individual, mm-hmm. knowing in they self, that they need to make something right, that they did something wrong. We never even had a chance to heal. We've never been alone long enough. And could you, and and if you look back at our history, and the history is a good reference, if you look back at the history, when we were left to fuck alone, we thrived. We thrived. As soon as we started integrating, as soon as we started the integration, that's when shit went wrong. We need to be left alone. Just to ourselves for a minute. Get off our backs. Get out of our communities, you fake-ass peace officers that cannot relate to us except for in hatred. Yeah. That's the only way they can relate, in hatred. Or if you're trying to duplicate us. All the inventions that have ever been created by black people have been stolen by black from us, stolen, manufactured, and sold back to us. See, see, now 
Empress, we getting ready to switch gears to this other topic. Anything you want to uh, say to close this out while we got this little last couple of minutes? Join twenty twenty. Join twenty twenty farmers cooperative today. Today you spend more money on booze and weed or booties. Get behind your food supply before we find that find ourselves in a really, really, really bad and dire situation. That's it. Twenty twenty co-op, right? Twenty twenty farmers co-op dot com. That's co dash op dot com. All right, all right. All right, y'all, we're getting ready to switch it over and go to a whole different topic now. Y'all been listening to us on On the Wake Up Radio. This is Once a Lost Line. We've had the super producer, Cindy Ashley, put this together. We've had the the god is Jacket Q come on here and bless us with her perspective. And we're going to let Miles Davis take this the rest of the way. Welcome to On the Wake Up Radio. This is Once a Lost Line. I am King Jr., and this is a super producer, King Macon, Cindy Ashby production. We building with the uh, the delectable, the intelligent, the awesome Miss Jackie Q. Oh, now you. you can catch all the replays, SoundCloud, I heard Spotify, all that. But you need to go and get on OTW too. But let's get to the business. This second topic of the day. Second topic of the day, and now we are opening it up for callers. You can call in at 844-818-4433. Once again, that is 844-818-4433. Now, this topic that we're on right now, Ms. Jackie, is uh, solution-minded. That's a great topic. What is it? to be solution-minded. And I'm going to just build on this a little bit because not everybody understands the English language. Solution. Okay? That is something that's going to fix something. There's a problem. There was a solution for it. Okay? Now, too often, we're not solution-minded, meaning on our minds, we're not thinking the first thing, which is what's the solution for the problem? We love the drama, the static, the bullshit. So we don't have that solution on our mind at first. We're into the what entices us into the situation. But the solution minded is not there. So that's what solution-minded is to me. I, I'm going to ask you, since you are the representative of the divine feminine, what is solution-minded to you? Um, well, I'm, I'm going to put on my uh, quality assurance hat um, and my understanding of the solution is a corrective measure. Mm. You put a corrective measure in place um, that will prevent error whether it be man-made or technical, moving forward. That's a solution. Um, it's not just talking about it. It's actually doing a specific 
thing to correct a problem hmm. and nah. imp- implementing it and acting it and um, making sure that it's fully up and operational. Okay, so I got a question now. Is being solution-minded, spreading around bullshit-ass information that don't do no good for anything? No. That is the opposite of a solution. (laughs) Okay, okay. Because even look, look, I'm backwoods. I understand that I might have a little bit of different understanding from folks. But uh, to me, solution-minded, you're only, let me put it like this. My grandpa used to tell me, boy, don't ever pitch a bitch without tossing a solution. Mm. Okay. So in my mind, I go, well, I don't need to complain or nag about nothing unless I'm going to tell you something better to do with yourself. And we don't have that solution-minded aspect inside of our communities. We won't talk about all the other stuff. So what is it going to take for us as a people to switch from the drama-minded to the solution-minded? Empress, what's that going to take? Trust. Trust in one another. Trust in the individual that provides um, options for solutions trust in the solution itself that it will work um, and trusting in yourself that you will stick to the solution you have to trust in yourself mm. um, that's what it will take a lot of people don't want to hear a solution because they are content and what they do. They're Would it be fair to say that in order for there to be a solution, there first must be a problem? Absolutely. Okay. So I think we need to take the mindset of solution-minded and apply it to everything we got going on. And, and in order to do that, we first got to point out what's the problem. Yes. So you know, the problems in some of the things we're trying to do in our community as a people is that it's too many chiefs, not enough Indians. Mm. Too many folks regurgitating the same shit. Yes. Accountability is non-existent. The community has so many different ideas of what this and what that is to where it's not a real community. Because if a community is going to have all of those aspects that they agree upon, we're not going to sit here and say we're going to take 70% of this. I'll put it like this. It's, I believe a lot of folks go to be solution-minded, but they walk up on it and they realize it's an iceberg. Only 30% of it is above water. When they get to seeing the percentage that's underneath there, when you lift that skirt up, I believe a lot of us get, 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 uh, you know, this, you know, disenfranchised in that moment and we lose that solution minded. And then it's so much easier just to point out what everybody else doing wrong and just pitching that, you know, D word instead of tossing a solution. And, 
in order for us to get to that, as I said, we got a list of problems. So what what are a couple of problems you feel that we need to switch to being solution-minded to get rid of? Um, there are too many sales of action groups. Okay. Uh, elaborate clusters. on that. There are too many different clusters. There okay. are so many there's so many different working groups, you know, those groups that are getting together, having the conversation, um, pouring money into uh, development plans, um, you know, for economic growth and development in communities. You have about, you have thousands of these groups out here. Thousands. That's a problem. That means there's still no unity. Mm. There's still no unity. I don't care if you had a million black working groups out there. It still does not resolve the problem of us being divided. That means you have a million different working corrective actions. Your right hand doesn't know what the left hand is doing. And if we know anything about history, it'll be the other factions that destroy the other factions before the yes. white man even even get there. Yes, because they're in competition. It's a race to the finish line. And they'll do anything to push another effort back in order for them to reach the finish line first. So it's a lot of uh, division still within our community. So the one thing that we need to correct is understanding what community means. Community means a collective effort to communicate. Mm -hmm. We communicate with each other, not within clusters, not within a thousand different working groups. We must contact each working group and say, listen, we need to join as one. It's not about your business plan being um, confidential. Because if it's confidential, then you're not for everybody. You're only for your own individual group. But if you're for everyone, then the conversation needs to be had with everyone. Well, what about the argument that a lot of these folks say this ain't for everyone? They're not. They're not. They only I, want a selected group or a selected yeah. 10% or that type yeah. of thing. What about them? I, I've heard, I've heard, I've had this argument, literally. I've had this argument many times with men, never with women. Mm. And I'm going to be honest. Let's only go. Only with my brothers. Man, F them. And you out here humping and working, talking about you working for everybody. F them. I only want to work with the people who want to work with me. How can you say that when you know that our mental is traumatized? When you know that 90% of us are suffering from post-traumatic slave syndrome? How can you say that? That you That's just like saying that you are um, you're, you're a humanitarian. And you see a couple of your brothers and sisters hungry. And you say, man, F them. They got their check last week and spending on drugs, man. I don't care if they're hungry. Mm. That don't hurt somebody's feelings. Yes. 
but that's what they're doing. And they don't even realize it because they're so hungry and anxious to get to a finish line. But who are you getting to the finish line with? And how sustainable and how sustainable is that gonna be when you don't even have the backing of all of your people? Because at the end of the day, it takes all of us to affect change. All of us. Or you're going to be living in your own little world, your own little bubble, with your own little economic system. And who are you going to have to support you? Because you got to get the buy-in of all your people in order to be sustainable. So these are what I call fruitless efforts. They bear no fruit except for the individuals that are within that little cluster. So you are literally for yourselves and not for the collective, as they call themselves. It's not about nation building. You're only about your little, uh, what, uh, four block radius group right. of individuals. Well, I challenge so, everybody to think about it like this. Just as it takes the people, it takes a village to raise a child. It takes the people for the community. So it's not for these leaders to call each other in this because it, some of these leaders ain't leaders. It is no, for the don't. people to stop letting the division happen amongst you. Yes. Stop That's letting the division happen, happen amongst you. Okay? And we, we got to network with each other. Too often do somebody look at somebody and go, you belong to this faction, I don't fuck with you. You don't belong to that faction, I don't fuck with you. Look, that's between them two dudes who opened up the organization. That ain't got shit to do with you yeah. as an individual. Yeah. Now, now hold up. If the, the views and the beliefs of your organization is what you rock with, and somebody insulted that, then you ain't going to fuck with them anyway because they insulted your principles. Okay, but what do we call when they say, I don't want to fuck with them or don't fuck with those people? Does that mean that you're just cutting them off and you could care less about how they or their children eat? Look, for everybody that's different, if you asking me personally what that means, that means that I know I got to go left and you need to take your ass right. Now, I do know that when you go right, you still black. Yes. You still my peoples. Now, I may not do certain things for you, but I ain't going to just turn the other way on other shit either. You get what I'm saying? It's a balance yes. to me. It's like a... I don't fuck with you, but I ain't gonna let some somebody run up on you and fuck your shit up. Yeah. If I can help it, you know, exactly. and I gonna put my may I necessarily put my life in danger for yours? Fuck no. That's yeah. the nature that I don't fuck with you. But but anything outside of that, all right, cool. That that that's on a level. Because see, okay. if I fuck with you, I'm gonna lay down my life for you. That's how I believe. Okay. You know. And if I don't fuck with you, I'm not going to die for you. But that don't mean that, hey, I'm going to let this white dude piss, pistol whip you in front of me. Because mm -hmm. to me, if I let that shit slide, it's two seconds away before he try to pistol whip my son. And then somebody who saw me let their daddy get pistol whip going to let my son get pistol whip. Absolutely. If we keep fucking poking each other now, everybody going to be blind. Yes. I agree. 
I think the question should be asked. If you are amongst a group of conscious uh, or the conscious community or any type of organization or um, uh, cooperative or, or movement, and that business plan is put in front of you and you're asked to join the effort, the first question each individual should ask is who does this benefit? Does this benefit just our group? Or does this benefit my aunties, my uncles, my cousins, mm-hmm. yep. my family back home? Does it benefit my family up top? Does it benefit us all? And if it doesn't, then you should know that that business plan that's put in front of you and you've been asked to join this effort is a personal effort. There Not you go. If it can't feed your grandkids, if you ain't going to be able to make sure it's there, then it's a waste of your time. It's a personal effort. You're jumping on somebody else's bandwagon. You're supporting someone's personal venture to make it to the top. That's somebody else's come up. And it's not Mm. the collective. Ooh, hold up. Say that one more time. That's somebody else's what? Come up. Okay, that's a lift. That's somebody sustain. else. You're sustaining someone else. You're getting ready to build their dynasty. So you, the accountability, accountability, which is a word that we've we've put out there several times today. Mm-hmm. Accountability. You have to be accountable yourself individually to ask that question when you are joining an effort who does it benefit now if you're one of those selfish individuals then of all by all means you're going to join because you're selfish oh, yeah. like the person who put the, the plan in front of you but if you're out here talking about nation building you ask that individual or that board who does it benefit and it needs to be all. It needs to be all of us. There Once you, you break that cycle, that's when we really start to do the real work that is going to take I, us. I will put one of them little, uh, I don't know what they call it, but I'll put one of them little, condi- one of them little conditions in there. Now, there's a line, okay? There's a certain line. Once you cross them lines, I ain't fucking with you. And everybody got a right to have them lines. But what I'm saying is, as a group of people, we need to define them lines. Not no individual ass motherfucker on their perspective. Yes. Because I can go to some of the same literature that some of these folks are spitting that will tell you to do some of the exact opposite shit. Mm. Because a lot of this stuff is ran like the preachers. They use verses and pieces of history and stuff that they know to push Mm -hmm. their message. Mm -hmm. It's not a real solution. Okay? It's an image. It's an idea. It's a feeling you're being sold. So, Back to the topic, and we've been on the topic, but let's bring the topic back up, okay? 
Solution Minded, 844-818-4433. Bill with us. Okay, let's see what anybody got to say. Probably ain't nobody going to have nothing to say because folks really don't want to be solution-minded. No. Scared but of if change. they do, that's cool. I ain't tripping. Scared of change. A, a lot of people like to hide behind their speech. Yeah. And they live a totally different lifestyle from what they preach. Ooh, shit. You talk all day about the black empowerment going to the white plantation, <laughs> punching in, punching out. Yes. They, they live a totally different lifestyle from what they preach. Talk so, about black empowerment, but how many white folks cut checks for you? You know, look, yeah. you can't have it both ways. No, okay? Either we're using the system to get ahead, to get to where we need to go, or we need to build our fucking own. You can't call it one way or another. Because in one light, it's okay if you own your own whatever, and you do this with the contract with this person. But if I go punch a clock at KFC and my manager of white folks are looking stupid. You know, it's, it's, it's too much of that. <laughs> and solution-minded is what the topic is, what we're trying to deal with. And so what I'm saying is being solution-minded is actually having what you say that uh, actual definition was. Hit me back with that, Ms. Douglas. Having corrective measures. Okay, so Impl implementing corrective measures, implementing corrective measures. So I'm saying being solution minded is what corrective measures are you walking around on your brain with every day? How are we going to fix this? Because solution minded to me, that's what that is. And here's our solution. If we really want to be solution minded, let's make moves. Let's make real moves. And I yes. give this to everybody. And it's for free. Yes. Every individual group that has sect up or whatever y'all got going on, figure out who working from home. Figure out who working from home. Now figure out who got their own house. If you really fuck with each other, woke folk, you'll move mm -hmm. in and start stacking that money. Mm-hmm. That's what y'all need to do. We need to start piling up on communal type living. Yes. Need to be 6, 15, 20 of us in the house. Don't tell me you, oh, Queens got to have a space. We in war right now. You want to mm -hmm. build, then let's build our own. Okay? Yeah. Let's do that. This is how you do it. Y'all get together, find the folks who can work from everywhere. You put them with folks who got their own house. And then the person who moved, you need to give up 45% of your income to your mm -hmm. movement. 45% of your income to your movement, 15% of your income to the person that's housing you. The rest of that shit you keep. What you need to spend stuff for. You stay in the house. They going to take care of groceries, bills and all that. You just forget you make you got kids, so what? If you have folks with kids, put women with kids with kids. There you it go. Now we got better support be a systems house amongst each other. It should be a house for the women, a house for the men. Let's go. Let's get house some for women and minded. kids, a house for the men. And yeah. that's where we start. And I and I say this because I was a part of a group that we're having this conversation. And I won't, I won't lie, I backed out. Because what I won't be is judged. Mm. You're not going to judge me. Not at my age. My mm. kids are grown. But you can keep your judgments 
about what I choose to do to nation right. build. So when I, as soon as I mention, yeah, I, I go out to happy hour. That's where I meet my folks. That's where I mm-hmm. talk to them. I exchange numbers. What do you do? Well, this is what I do. Okay. Well, here, let me get your number. I'm going to put you in contact with so-and-so. I got right. somebody I can connect you with. This is where it takes. You got to be out there, boots on the ground, communicating with your brothers and sisters. You never and know where we who at. you may we come at from. Some of the places we don't need to be at. We at some of the places that them folks built for us. And if you are in the right mindset, you're yes. good. Yes. Come on, let's go. Let's go. There's work to do. But I'm I I beg people, beg people, our people, stop looking down on one another. Stop doing that. None of us are perfect. None of us own shit. None of us. We have work to do. So I don't care about labels. I don't care about the latest and greatest fashion, all of that mm-hmm. shit. I used to. Don't get me wrong. I used oh, we to. We all went through phases. Yes. That was my phase. Yes. I would spend hundreds on a bag or some, or some Gucci glasses and all of that dumb shit. Because Gucci will not hire not one of my children to come and work mm. with them. Gucci didn't offer not one dollar during the pandemic. And neither did Chanel or Louis Vuitton. Or Michael Kors. Thank you. But that's every damn purse I had to buy one of my sisters, cousins, ex girlfriends. Ain't none of them donate shit. Mm mm. Mm mm. I didn't even see them marching for Black Lives Matter. Man, wasn't one no kind of Gucci poster board drop. Nope. But these are the people and our people. So what? So what? So what? So what? You're going to be out of food in a minute. Yep. So what? And we got to be real. Fresh water in a minute. We That's have so to what? be real. What's what what happening eat? right now? What are you going to eat? What are you going to drink? We are exactly. at war. Mm. This this COVID is man-made. Man-made biological warfare. And we need to understand that war does not look like machine guns, huge green tanks, military. That's not what war looks like. No, that's battle. That's battle. War. We are at the precipice of our war here. And it's a global war. Not just here on this soil. Global. So... For us to be so complacent that we're good. Oh, we out here winning. We chasing the bag. You try eating the money. Try eating that. <laughs> you go ahead after it's been on up in Shaquisha G stringing her ass crack with all that KY. <laughs> go ahead, boy. Put that dollar in your mouth. Let's have fun with that. But, you know, you know we got to be solution-minded. We have to. And the thing about this is, is it, it has to start with the individual. See, the yeah. problem is, is they've removed the level of intelligence from the individual. You forgot how much power you had. 50 of you make up, or 100, or 1,000, or 100,000 of you individual yeah. small people make up these organizations. You yeah. are the power. 
Absolutely. That's what Absolutely. they keep getting. And they got y'all sitting there going, oh, well, I'll be alone. And I'll be, if everybody would say, you know what? Fuck it. I don't mind being alone. I love me. A lot less of this bullshit we keep rolling on. It's peace. He said y'all want to be liked and loved and be a part of some other bullshit that is Let not going to produce any fruit. Not going to produce no fruit. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what you're going to do. You're not going to be solution-minded, but y'all going to make sure you set that ass out. You're going to make sure y'all talk about polygamy <laughs> and all yeah. this other shit, but half of you motherfuckers ain't, ain't fit to have one woman. Okay. Oh, say that one again. Say that half again. you motherfuckers ain't meant to have meant to have one woman. Half and you motherfuckers shouldn't even here. be allowed to have sperm. I'm gonna put it out there. See, because look, <laughs> if we won't be solution minded, we gotta know what the problem is. The problem is, is these a lot of these folks out here is the look the slave trauma comes from these generations of men who weren't men. And these generations of women who weren't women, they had offspring. And them scary-ass offspring is you pussy-ass motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah. So, in order to be solution-minded, we have to know the problem. What's the problem? The problem is that we have bought into all of everybody else's idea of what something is. When you inside yourself know breaking that window was wrong, lying to that girl, telling her you mm-hmm. loved her when you just wanted some booty was wrong, getting that job just to get a paycheck, and when you knew you hated it, you was going to wake up miserable every day, but you end up working 30 years and treating your wife like shit, you knew better than that. No Nobody got to tell you everybody was born with this thing called a moral compass and they've hijacked your shit and got you believing these are the ways of the world. Well, let me tell you something. That's correct. Those are the ways of the world. And if you want to stay in that, you'll be in a flow of the world and that shit will take you wherever it wants to. Absolutely. What we need to be is solution-minded. Now, we ain't going to sit here and constantly bitch about the problems, but what we is going to do is toss y'all a couple solutions. Now, we have told y'all we could get everybody and bunk up. Okay, mm-hmm. here's another idea. Just financially, if you got a group of 50 people, everybody mm-hmm. drops $10 a piece. Miss Jackie, how much money is that? That's $500. That's five hundred dollars. Okay. I have an even better one. Crowd let's funding. go. I started. Oh, see, I, that's where I was going. When I was starting on a large fund, but let's get to the big, big draws. Here, I here, started it last year. The gifting system. Everybody mm. and their mothers was doing it, getting on those wheels. You remember the wheels? You're going through the fire, the the earth, the water, and come out through the water, and everybody donates a certain amount. And let me tell you about our people. They got on this system like it was something new, like it was the best thing since sliced bread. When this is a system that has been in place in other cultures for eons, but we don't use it to our benefit. What it was used for last year was for people to grease their own pockets and take from their own brothers and sisters. 
So many of us lost money on those wills last year. They were oh. calling the FBI and reporting and doing all of this stuff. And then they started saying, oh, that they were going to start arresting people. Well, I created a group. But the difference with my group is that I was not out to line my pockets with a dime. I was really, truly trying to teach people the beautiful system it was. And how you can build wealth, but it takes the support of all. All. Just support. That's it. So in nine days with me opening my group, 53 individuals received mm-hmm. $400 each. That was $21,200 in nine days that I'd moved. Could you imagine if people stuck with it? And weren't just hungry for a quick come up or a quick flip. And they had patience. And they told their neighbor. And the neighbor told their family members. And the family members told their co-workers. And we spread the word. And we all got on the wheel. Mm. We would not be asking for 600 fucking dollars during a pandemic. The the answer is inside of each individual person. It's not going to get given to you in the form of reparations. Ain't no little fake sky daddy or little fake ass, you know, uh, leader going to tell you the truth that you have the power. They will always make it seem as if they have the solutions yes. to the problem. Yeah, take this little check. Take this little $600, this $1,200 stimulus. Well, let me tell you something. The little group that I was left with, I had 188 members. I had some loyals that remained with me, about 30 individuals. With those 30 individuals, I taught them the system. I taught them. And that's the difference. You have to teach our people. You have to teach them what Mm -hmm. this is, how it works, and how you can benefit from it. So I literally, like two weeks ago, started it again. And this time Mm -hmm. I started it in an all-black social media um, website. Still, no one has joined. So if Mm -hmm. you knew that you could put $25 in a pot, and then you look around to your left and your right and say, hey, I put up $25. Who's going to put up $25 to me? And your brothers and sisters say, here, here take, here's $25. Now you walk away with 200 Now, I just gave my $25 to you. Now I'm going to look for individuals to put up to me. Mm-hmm. And not complain. There you go, bitch. You can't find nobody. And not complain. And the reason why, how can you not find 35 million black people that live in the United States? How can you not find them? But you can find them in the club. You can find them when it's time to sell them a $25 ticket to come to your party. You can find them when it's time to sell them that $25 bag of that eighth. Oh, not the KD. Not the KD. Come on now. We got to do better. And that $200 would help pay a bill, help buy some food to put in your house. And all you are asked to do 
is to re-sow. Re-sow. Don't forget about the individuals that gave to you. So when you got your little money, some extra, come on back. Come on back. And you recycle the dollar. And that's there how you go. build economic growth in the community. Solution By minded. not being selfish. Ooh. Share. Say that one more time for me. Don't be selfish. Stop mm. being selfish. If I had $25 to give to you, I'm going to give it to you. Because $25 is spent at McDonald's on that shitty nah. Where I come from, we say it like this. We need to adopt this old backwoods way of thinking. If I got it, you got it, and we all good. Yes, we all See, we got to get back to that, you know? And my whole thing is this. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and plug it again. Once a lost line, hey, solution behind it. 844-818-4433. I'm eager. Somebody come deal with me. Now, solutions. The solutions that we have all lie inside of the individual inside of each organization. Your accountability is inside of yourself and people must have the integrity to have that accountability. These yeah. are the solutions. Request more of your leaders. Request more accountability, more transparency, more understanding on what the fuck you're doing. Yes. See, if you can't answer them questions, look, closed mouth don't get fed. Mm-hmm. And a lot of y'all walk around willing to let everybody else talk for you. And your opinions, you willing to lay them down to the side. But then you get mad because you agree with 70% of what they saying. But the rest of that shit, you just ain't feeling it. Well, I can tell you something. That ain't your fucking community. That is <laughs> not your community. If you got that feeling, I rock with 70% of what you saying. That's a D where I come from. 70% yeah. is a D. Close and I was going. always told, don't bring no damn teardrops in my house, boy. You don't bring no flags or no teardrops or I'm going to make your ass tear up. 70%. If you don't agree with the the idealism of your community, your said community, that's not your community. No, that's not. That means you're just going along to get along. Okay, you're so going let's, along it, to get along. To get along. In order to be solution-minded, you first got to know what the problem is. And the problem is a lot of you and a lot of us got the definitions of shit fucked up. And we need to rewind that back and get to the truth of it. The solution is what a corrective action or measure taken to a problem. We need to survive. We must stop getting drugged by trucks, lynched, beat. Our women need to stop subjugating themselves. Black men, we need to stop subjugating them. We need to stop doing these things. That's the problem. The solution yeah. lies within each individual one of us. You have to stand up 
and be the difference and be the solution to say, no, I don't agree with that bullshit principle. You can keep that. And if you want to keep that inside of what you say I'm a part of, I'm not going to be a part of it. You need to draw the line and don't let nobody step up over that line. Hold that damn line instead of feeling like I might be lonely. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to let you step over this line here. What's that going to do? i tell you what it's going to do. It's going to get us everything we already got. Nothing. Yes. Solution minded. Let's get to the solutions. What is our corrective action? We got wheels. We got house plans. We got investment this. There's so many solutions that frankly, it makes black people look I'm gonna watch my mouth. It makes black folk look disabled of cognitive thought. Unintelligible. Okay. That's what it makes us <laughs> seem like. Because it's so easy, man. It's so easy. I know so many folks that are so gifted in ways of mathematics and the gift of gab. But we don't do really nothing with it. So we have to we got to individually, we need to breathe the power back into the individual because the group is built upon the individual and the chain is only as strong as its weakest link. And we said it popping and breaking and snapping and y'all want to know why we ain't getting nothing accomplished because you got a lot of weak links in the chain. Yes. And then, you know, another thing is our brothers need to stop breaking women because they, the women are the pillars and the strength in the community. They are the ones to keep the village together. The brothers tend to break women and then they are hauled off to prison. Mm-hmm. And the women are left behind, broken raising children so I'm going to put it to you in a little different way see the way I look at it is you like I like my women soft I like them tender okay now I don't don't want her let me step all over her she got to be strong she got to have that kind of strength you know to snatch her brother back kind of like my mama and them but I like mine tender, and most men like they women tender like that. They like women soft and all this. So I never understood why as black men, why the fuck you want to be hard with your woman? You want to go drink beer. And one of the empresses, you know, shout out to Empress Naomi. She she said something like this to me. You want to go drink beer and, uh, you know, pour out 40s and be emotional and cry for your, your dogs with your homies. But then you want to go home and be tough as hell with your old lady. Yes. Afraid of emotions with women. Scared of love. Now, I grew up and a lot of, see, a lot of my buddies was always like, because I got a bunch of older sisters, bunch of cousins, bunch of aunts. I was around a lot of women growing up. So, naturally, as I progressed through my life, I started 
gravitating towards groups of women because I was comfortable there. And one of my buddies used to always say, Julian, why you always got all these women around you? I said, because I ain't fucking gay. <laughs> and I started even telling him, because I don't see what the point to have a bunch of men around is for. Like, we could build together, but we just going to stand around and circle jerk? Like, I don't understand the purpose of this. You know? Any man who gravitates to being around a bunch of men, it's something wrong with you. All the time. Want to hang It is bar, something wrong with you. Yes. As a man, if you don't got no women inside of your your uh, round table council, there is something wrong with you. Mm-hmm. So I the, the solution-mindedness of our people needs to start with the individual. We need to yeah. stop giving our power away to folks who don't mean to do no right by you. You've given your buying power away, your voice power away, all mm-hmm. by joining up to this shit. And now they look at this person and go, they got 12 million followers, not 12 million individuals, not 12 million people who could think on their own, not 12 million people who think like them. 12 million followers. Mm-hmm. That's what the fuck y'all want to be. A bunch of followers. Yes. We have our As people said, out here selling their soul for likes. Come on, on social media. They will come sell on their soul, sell out their own people. And when I and I just want to ask the listeners for my brothers, please stop depicting your sisters as the lowest form of a woman on this planet Earth. Please stop doing that. We are not forty dollar hoes as some of these memes that are circulating and be mindful of what you're posting on social media because remember that it's not just local people that sees your post it's the world that sees your post so if you are wondering why when you step outside your door there's a gun in your face it's because of some of the posts that the world sees and also I need to respond to that and go, women, black woman, stop treating me like a fucking ATM. Get your ass up. Go <laughs> fucking do something with yourself. Look, if you can't, if you don't know how to do shit, you can't help me achieve shit. So just trying to get my bag, just going to mm-hmm. deplete my bag. Mm-hmm. Okay? So how about this? Get your own damn bag. Add it with my bag and then we'll have a bigger bag. That part. Tired of this shit. You yeah. know who won't do this? Look, white man got y'all doing this. The white man said his woman at the house and told her, you ain't got to do shit. You sitting here, you don't do nothing. So then y'all think you want this, but you don't want all the drama that came with it, all the pedophilia that came with his shit, do you? No, you don't. No, you don't. So don't tell me you want that life because you don't really want that shit. Black man and the black woman have been building together since the beginning of creation. Why we losing? Because we stopped doing that shit. And they've been fooled y'all into thinking that you are your ass, your vagina, and that is it. Well, King Jillian, I have a I have an answer for that. I'm gonna tell you why we're losing. Let's go. Because if you're chasing the very same thing 
that the enemy chases, which is wealth, riches, and power. If, oh. that's what, if that's what we are chasing, then you have to keep in mind, look at what they did in order to gain it. Look at what they did in order to gain it. It's covered in blood. Ours. Covered in blood. Their riches, their power is covered in blood. And that's what we chase. And that is the curse that is upon us. Because we are chasing the wrong damn thing. Thank you. We're chasing Thank the wrong you. thing. Put and down that old quest for the bag. bag. We're gonna get we're we're gonna have the same favor that those wicked people have. Same favor. Mm -hmm. We are mm -hmm. cursed as well. We are cursed as well. As long as we chase the same shit they chase, we will be cursed. So it's time for us to come back to the earth. And you are right with come that. Back you know what? Roots. Back back to our roots, back to the beginning. Back yes. to the beginning of what we did this. And we at that we at that portion of the, of the show where I'm like, man, did that bill happen that fast? Did we just crush it that hard? Why am I so mad that the time's <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Well, let's go ahead, wrap this up. Anything you want to give the people? Yes, I do. Um, and thank you again for inviting me here on the platform to build with you. I want to let everybody know if you want to reach out to me, I am at on Instagram at lovely J. That's L U V dot L E E J A Y. Please reach out to me. I do have um, a venture over in Senegal, Africa, that a lot of us are investing in. If you're looking to support, in uh, uh, a venture that is not on this soil, that is in the agribusiness space, then reach out to me. We are actually doing the work. All and right, that's it. Right. Thank you again. And thank you, Queen Cindy. I love you. You're brilliant. Well, this is Once a Lost Lion. I want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening to me today. And I hope to deal with everybody next Thursday. Now, you can catch the replays on SideCloud, iHeartRadio. I don't even feel like saying all that. What I do just want to say is that, look, we need to be solution-minded. We need to move forward as the collective and stop letting everybody distract us. This is Once a Lost Line. Look it up. Individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Diang. Cindy Ashley On the wake up. How to sign up for OTWT. Type in OTWT in your browser. It will bring up the home page. Then you click the little man with the plus sign to open up an account. Use your best email. Select a username and then enter a good, secure password. Now you're at the home page. click the key to log in to your account using your password with your username. Now search in the search bar for OTW2, which is the page we're going to subscribe to. Click 
subscribe, click add as friend, as well as click where the videos are. Click on a video to view, like that video, as well as comment. And your exercise is done. Thank you for your support.